0: Welcome to the Jillian Winery Show. You're listening to a certified health and wellness coach, single mom of two, business owner, and a woman who's gonna keep it real. Because in all honesty, my life is far from perfect. But you know what? Perfection is a trap. What I can tell you, though, is my life is built on a rock. With God as the foundation, and it is night and day from what it used to be, and it continues to blossom every day because I'm committed to growth and growing you too. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this podcast because when it comes to true health and wellness, there's so much more to it than just diet and exercise. So tune in however you can as we dive into topics like faith, mindset, motherhood, health, community, and pursuing the calling that God has for you. Because whether you realize it or not, all of this is tied to your wellness and so much more, and I can't wait to see how you implement these aspects to create a life that's not just well-lived, but worth living, one that you fully, truly feel in alignment with. My goal for this podcast is to get you to love your life, own where you're at, and let go of anything that's holding you back. You are chosen, my friend, and I am so thankful you're here. Let's get started. All right, guys. So welcome to the second episode, which is titled which is titled Getting to the Bucket List of Truth. So on my one of my bucket list ideas is getting an intro, a <laughs> music intro in here for you guys. But until then, thank you for your patience. But I just want to talk about bucket list goals because these are pretty incredible and they're not just airy-fairy stuff, you guys. I really feel like God is calling us to some of these things and some of it we take for granted and never get to it because it's got the word list in it. And we think like, oh, well, it's not really for me or we make up excuses. We get busy and we don't end up happening. We don't ever end up accomplishing them. And it's just such a shame because you don't know why those are embedded in your heart. And I feel like that's just fully from God. So Bucket list. If you haven't even heard of this term before, a bucket list is like all those things that you want to do before you depart this earth. So things like places you want to see, things you want to experience, accolades you'd like to achieve, aspects you've always wished to accomplish, ways you'd like to give, people you'd love to meet, help see all of that, right? So I really get enthralled with this notion and it started with my grandma Peggy, my mom's mom, when I was just a child. So I'd go over to her house and I'd always find myself staring up at this map that she had in her spare bedroom. It's this large map pinned to the wall and it's covered within the map. All the continents, countries, everything is pinned with all these little push pins. I mean, push pins place... Placed in places like little tiny islands, I didn't even know existed that she's adventured to, seen, camped at. I mean, just you'll, I'll never forget all the stories that she's told me. And I can't even imagine what she's seen and how she's been shaped by this. Like, truly, she's just so wise because she's seen so much. And in fact, the last time I went to her house, I found myself in front of that map again. But this time I was showing it to both my kids and I just stopped and looked back at my ninety now 90-year-old 90 grandma and she just had this twinkle in her eye and this big dreamy smile across her face. And she was just so content and she just had this peace and like strength about her in that moment. And I just knew right then and there, I'm like, she's in the midst right now of just reliving all of those bucket list memories that she had gotten to. And, you know, my grandma was never rich in money but she's rich in experience. You know, she was actually a single mom to two children herself, you know, with zero help from her ex-husband during a time when I mean she's 90 now, just think about it, you know, when she was in her 20s, how culture looked, society looked, all of that, and she didn't have a lot of money, but she did these things. And I think a lot of us think like, well, I don't have money or time, and so that holds us back, but You know, she was never remarried. She just worked hard, saved, and lived simply so she can do these things because they were important to her. Travel was huge for her. So she always told me that it's not about the amount of breaths we take, but the amount of moments that take our breath away. So the reason I'm talking about this is because none of us know how many breaths we're going to take in this life. We don't know how much time we have left and our world is changing day by day today. Yet so many of us have these big dreams or places we want to see and things we want to accomplish in this lifetime or a life that we want to lead. But just because we can see it vividly in our imagination, it doesn't mean it's actually going to happen unless we start now and we start planning for it. And you know what, I feel like this desire is that burning in our heart is just stuff that we're going to accomplish and see, in my opinion, is embedded there by God, like I had said. And I feel like He places these things in our heart, God, because we don't know how what it's going to do for us. You know, usually we think of these things as an experience or things we want to see, but He molds us through each experience, you guys. He shapes us more into the image of Him and what He wants for us. And so, He's designed us for a certain reason, created us here for a purpose in this time. And he you don't even know who's going to be blessed by something you do on that bucket list. Maybe it's something you create, something you do, something you share. Um, you know, maybe it's music that ends up blessing someone or something you speak on or a book you write or a podcast you create or a dance routine, or I mean, you just don't even know how it's going to impact someone else. And maybe it's just bringing someone joy and they need it in that moment. So stop thinking that these bucket list things are just things or they're small or they're not needed because if God's calling you to it, I suggest you to really identify what it is and start drawing it into your life. So stop stalling because you don't know how much time you have left and our culture is just changing and God is wanting you to to really identify these. And so I was reading an article, you guys on wellandgood.com, and it was titled, here's how to protect yourself against the five regrets people have at the end of their lives, which is it's the top five regrets before dying. So are you ready for this? Seriously, pause and think about this because this hit me pretty hard. The top, the top five regrets of the dying. Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life that was true to myself, not the life others expected of me. How much of us are out there just people pleasing our way through life, but we're not living the life that God is calling us to? Think about that. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. You know, society does a really good job, work hard, grind, hustle, go for it, do it, But what is that costing us? You know, so so much of our family's life and our children's childhood and so much of our own youth and time is spent working and not living. So number two is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And granted, I get it. We have to put a roof over our heads. I feel that pressure as a single mom. But it's not just about work, you guys. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Think of how much stuff we keep bottled up how much God's calling us to express but we don't that other people need to hear you know and what can it, it can do in us so that was a good one number four I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends you know there's not going to be I feel like there is different friends that we ebb and flow with throughout our life and different people God brings into our life for different seasons to help us along the way but sometimes he's calling us to friendships that we don't nurture and nourish you guys that we need. You know, God, he's made us and designed us for our community, not to live alone. You know, that's where anxiety takes root is when we're alone. Number five, I wish I had let myself be happier. <sighs> Think of how many times we're just not happy, but we have so many blessings. And it's not until something goes completely off course, like our car breaks, we get a devastating news, a diagnosis, and then we just wished you know, we spend the next week wishing, I wish I didn't, you know, my car was fixed. I wish I was healthier. I wish I wasn't sick. I wish all these things, you know, and we're not even just like living in that happiness that God is granting for us. So I thought those top five were really eye-opening because if you guys didn't notice that top five list, it wasn't composed off of major life mistakes and regrets that are so unfathom- uh, unfathomable. And they were really basically on, living your life fully and authentically instead of taking it for granted or just going through the emotions. And that is huge. And I know, you know, personally, our generation, I was just thinking about this. I was like, what would number six be in our generation? And I think this is how it's going to go. Number six, I wish I would have spent more time fully being present to my life rather than scrolling through someone else's. How much time do we spend wishing that we were living someone else's life or comparing or not fully living our life because we're busy scrolling through someone else's, you guys start living your life. God is calling you to this life and for it to be abundant and for you to live in your purpose. And so there was also a quote by Claire Marie Manley, um, who's a PhD and has a clinical degree in psychology. And she's written an art like on this article. And it was the quote underneath this list said Those who are self-aware tend to move into life's possibilities, but those who are less self-reflective often get mirrored in negative cycles that can lead to regret. And I think that's a reflection of us getting caught up in scrolling versus growing in one aspect, because think of how many times Jesus slipped away from the crowds to pray, to seek God and make sure that he was growing in his pursuit for all that God wanted him to accomplish before he died. That whole list, right? Jesus didn't live a long life. He was only in his 30s, you guys. Wouldn't you think that the Savior, the Messiah, Yahweh would have this long extensive life? You know, he'd be old and in his 90s and just be preaching the gospel. No, you guys, he died in his 30s, yet he made use of every moment he had. He never made excuses, yet he traveled by foot, by boat, and even by donkey to reach those bucket list goals that God had for him. Even while carrying a heavy cross, he fulfilled his promise. Yet the vast majority of us aren't living or even awake to our life. The truth is that life is short and a bucket list doesn't have to be some extravagant and expensive thing like camping in the jungle of Costa Rica and floating over the pyramids of Egypt in a hot air balloon. Things my grandma actually has done. It can also be something that's super selfless, you guys like transforming someone's life, which is something my friend Shandy and her husband Jared are doing. And it's so incredible. They literally felt God calling them to help this homeless man one day, a complete stranger to them. And now they call him family. It went from him being homeless outside of a circle. K, uh, drug addict, alcoholic, not being able to walk. He was addicted to drugs and alcohol with doctors saying that he has only months left to live. And you guys, they have just poured into him so selflessly to transform his life. They felt like God was saying, you need to help transform this guy's life. Now he's walking. His health has improved. He's reading scripture. He's taking the steps to quitting his addictions, and he's rebuilding the life that he has left. And he's so unbelievably grateful. And this is just incredible. Just like think about if God's calling you to transform someone else's life in your lifetime. What a gift. You know, and these bucket list aspects can also be free. Last year, I felt God was calling me to read the Bible cover to cover because at first had heard this staggering statistic. It said that only 10% of Christians have ever read their Bible cover to cover. And I was just getting uh, countless confirmations after that for God telling me to do this. And so I'd written it, you know, years before on a bucket list. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like God's calling me to do it this year. But it's busy. And it was 2020 I had all these, you know, big goals going into January of 2020. And I just felt the convictions in February and I committed to it. Um, and it, you guys, it completely transformed my life. And thank God I had listened to him when I did, because I don't know about you, but 2020 was one that I needed God's word more than ever. And it trans- transformed not only my life, but my client's life, my business change, how I, I just fully in engulf faith into my business and what I'm doing now with this podcast and with my kids. After reading this, after reading the Bible cover to cover, you guys, my daughter was so inspired that she decided to get baptized and she wanted just God in her heart. And it's just like you don't know what this list will do when you go after it. So think about the simple bucket list aspects of having a healthy, happy marriage, a healthy, happy family, life and thriving kids that are rooted in God. Maybe that's on your bucket list. You know, this is something that we take for granted because it seems so simple, but just because it seems simple, it doesn't mean it is. This is sadly really uncommon to have a healthy, happy marriage and family life that's thriving and rooted in God. Because you know what's really common? Dysfunction, disease, addiction, brokenness, not having a relationship with God, not even knowing his voice. So just because the term bucket list sounds funny, airy-fairy, I urge you to check yours, get clear on it, identify it, because part of who you are and what God is calling you to do might be on that list. And remember, all of our bucket list ideas aren't going to be so, they're going to be so different, but in this episode, I just want you to figure out, one, what are they? Two, identify what will you accomplish this year? And when, and three, if you're married or have kids, I urge you to make a night of this and get everyone on board so you guys can dream, hear God speak into your life and encourage one another to celebrate each other when these do happen and ask God, you know, just pray about it and say, Hey God, what would you have us experience and discover and create in our lifetime? And more so, what would you want us to create an experience this year that's on this list and pray about doing it? You know, imagine like hearing your kids as a child saying, you know, I want to adopt a child one day, or I want to go see this place one day. And then they do it when they're an adult. Like, could you imagine the blessing? So, um, and and just being able to encourage them along the way, you know, so I've actually done this exercise. For the last two years with my coaching clients, and it has been incredible to see what they have done, you guys. So we do this always like in December and January, and then I, you know, follow them on social media. You know, a lot of us keep in contact and seeing them accomplish this, you guys, I get teary eyed. So I just want to list out some of the things people have done that's on their bucket list, because I always encourage them write down the bucket list. You pick one off that year. You can pray about it, but you bring one and you put it into that year so you can get it done. And if you want to do more, great, but at least bring one into that year. So one person, she bought a motor home and started traveling across the country with her family because she realized that she was in her 60s and she had never slowed down enough to fully enjoy the life that her and her husband built. And they, it has just transformed their family, It's brought them closer together. And they realized they were running at too fast a pace. One person started focusing on their health, on their health in a completely new way. And she realized in her 40s. That she and her new husband still had it in their hearts to have a child, and now they're working with doctors to make it happen. Another one decided to run 2,021 miles in 2021. Actually, two people, and they're doing it. It's incredible. Another who decided to create a nonprofit and help young teens. One who realized she wanted to change careers and become a motivational coach, and now she's creating speaking events for people, and she's transforming moms and their walk with their children. One who went back to school for ministry, who's now leading a youth group. One who decided to get baptized and go back to school. Another who decided she's going to start writing her book on overcoming addiction. So you guys, this is incredible, and it just blows my mind. So I mean, man, talk about going for it. I read a quote that said time is long but life is short. In Psalm 90:12 it says, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. In James 4:14 4, it says, you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. So let's start this by, with having a coaching session, so we can really just get into that bucket list. So if you want to pause this, grab a pen and paper to do so, But I, or you could go through this mentally, you know, if you're multitasking, driving, whatever. But I want you to go through this and write it down and get clear. So whether you're listening to it now or actually going through and writing it down now, please take the time to do this and just get clear. Okay, so number one, I want you to list out a minimum of 20 bucket list item items that is on your heart. Things that you've always, that have always been there or that are newly taking shape. Uh, If you could get to a hundred, that would be beautiful, but really get to 20. Um, So things you want to do, things you want to experience, start listing them out now. Things you want to see accomplished with your kids, your partner, or even by yourself. So if you're listening to this, really start thinking about this, get, get really clear on this. The person you want to become, what did God create you to do before you leave this earth? Have you done it yet? Do you even know what it is? Maybe your first step is finding out. Think about your family members. What do you want to create from simple to extravagant, from building forts and snuggling to va- on vacations, to the values that you want to instill and the life that you want to create? What's something you'd love to contribute to? What's a cause, a foundation? Maybe it's something you want to start. What about your health? Start thinking about your health. Maybe you want to take care of your body better and be the example for those around you, for your children, people in your community for what's possible. Maybe you want to do a triathlon. Maybe you want to do a marathon. Maybe you want to do a mud run, an Ironman, a fitness competition, or maybe you just want to say, you know what? I just want to try working out because I've never consistently done it. Maybe you want to get married. Maybe you want to own a home. Maybe you just want to live in a safe neighborhood or live simply. Maybe you want to be debt-free. Maybe that's on your bucket list. Maybe you just want to learn another language or an instrument, take up painting, do a dance lesson. Maybe you want to just gaze up at the stars more and have more quiet time. Or like my sister-in-law, maybe you want to take up flying lessons. What's on the list? Dream big. Dream big. Be detailed. Just keep going. Maybe you write a list of 300. Make the list, you guys. So, if you couldn't think of more, here's a few on mine. Having a safe home for my kids. I know I've talked about this, but I just want my kids to experience a home that they deserve. Not a big, extravagant home, but a home that has a room for them. I want to get married and have a thriving marriage. I want to have a fruitful family that's anchored in God. You know, I've always had it in my heart to adopt. And I really feel like God's calling me to adopt two kids. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm praying about it in the future. But, you know, that's something that's that I had written down on my list uh, for everyone that's in my home to love God and be baptized for myself and my family to live fully authentically in our life in the roles that he's calling us to for my family to have such a close bond and to all be healthy and happy, Uh, to give my children a healthy, safe, and loving childhood, one they don't have to overcome later as an adult, to be present with the ones I love, to have more quiet time, to take incredible care of my mind, my faith, and my body, to become a New York Times bestselling author, to transform lives through speaking, to commit to this podcast. Actually, this podcast was on my bucket list, to retire my dad. This is a big one, uh, to give back to my parents, you know, Lord willing, I'll be able to do these things, but they do sound like a pretty, pretty, pretty big mountain. Right. But it's been on my heart. maybe something's big on your heart like this. If it's on your heart, maybe God's calling you to it, to give back to my church in a big way, to help single moms. That's another big one. Uh, to take my family to see the northern lights. That's just something I want to see with my own eyes, Lord willing, before I pass. Uh, to run a marathon. This is a big one for me, this last one. To take my last breath on this earth and be at complete peace, knowing I gave it all, I did my all, and that my kids know how much I love them and that they fully know God. So it's its pretty deep, right, all of our lists, but you guys, we got to get clear on it. Because just like a to-do list, sometimes we write it out, but we don't even do it. So it's so much more than just writing the list. Number two, I'm going to have you do is start bringing that list into your life. So number two, look back on that list. See what's hitting your heart right now. Something to accomplish this year and circle it. I advise you to just pick one. And then if if you accomplish that, then revisit the list. But start with one this year. I encourage you to pray on it. And once God gives you that confirmation, if you're new to confirmation, see the the episode previously, the first episode on confirmations. And then just go back and figure out, you know, what's next for me on this list, God? What's your plan? And then notice how you're feeling. You know, what's coming up? Are you excited? Are you motivated? Are you nervous? Are you anxious? Are you overwhelmed? Are you sad? Are you asking yourself why or how can I do this? you got to, you guys if it's on the list and God's calling you to circle it and bring it in this year, don't second guess if the timing is right. It's right. God will if He's given you confirmation, now is the time. You don't know how it's going to be needed in the season of your life, what He's calling you to, what's going to come up, how He wants to mold you through this in your family. Don't second guess it. Don't use money as an excuse. time is an excuse. God will get you through it. So I know this, may, this episode may have brought up some feelings. Um, and I'm sorry if it's maybe in some aspect a little heavy. Maybe you're older and you're thinking like, man, I never thought about these things. Hey, you're listening to this now for a reason. And there's you can just hammer out this list if that's what God's calling you to do. You know, you take your time with this. This life is meant to be abundant. It's meant to be lived. This is your life. And I want to remind you of a a verse from Philippians 4.4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So don't lose faith in what's possible for your life. A verse I love uh, so much. It's from Hebrews 11.1. It says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. That reminds me of how God does the impossible. You know, God moves mountains, part seas. He does so much for our life, so believe in what's possible for you, my friend. Never lose faith. If you have any questions, you can message me on Instagram at Jillian Winery. And if you haven't left a rating or review for this podcast, I would—I'd be so grateful. All um, I would—it just takes a couple stars, you know, depending on how you feel this is going. But lastly, I just want to leave you with a few last words, and that is: life is short, so live it. Love is rare, so grab it. Fear controls, so face it. Memories are precious, so cherish them. We only get one life, so live it. And something I just wrote up while I was, you know, making my notes, and if my kids ever listen to this one day, just remember that life is too short to wait. If there's a life or a bucket list goal that you've got to go after, that's on your heart. Leap. If there's a dream you want to chase, chase it. A family you want to raise, be bold enough to create it. I love you guys. Have a great day.